Oh boy, when I saw this on the internet, I debated hard. I said, is this discussion even worth doing a Silly Season episode on? And I figured, you know what? If I was able to do a Connor McDavid type of Silly uh, Season episode, why not do it for this goalie in Montreal? We have a lot to discuss in this episode. Please do not kill me. I'm just the messenger. Uh, Buckle up, everyone. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. Alrighty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. And before I talk about today's controversial topic that I know a lot of you are going to ridicule me for, but like I said, I love doing silly season episodes, so consider this a preview before the start of our upcoming offseason, which will happen in about eight or so games. I do have an update about Ryan Graves and his overall chin situation. So Amanda Stein was able to catch up with Lindy Ruff, and she said that uh, Ruff stated that he caught a skate, very dangerous moment, caught a skate to the chin. He's having it sewn up now. He's fortunate that's where it got him. And Amanda Stein also followed up in another tweet saying that Graves will be able to travel with the team to Seattle. So I'm not sure if you guys saw on social media, whether it was Instagram or Twitter, but Ryan Graves' stitch pattern kind of resembles a baseball a little bit. So it's baseball season. So I guess uh, just trying to match the holiday season, whatever the case might be. But uh, I'm glad that Ryan Graves is all right. I'm glad that, you know, despite it being a scary and dangerous moment, I'm so fortunate that we don't have another player going down with a big injury and can uh, potentially lose some more time because we're already down so many players, so we need all hands on deck. So I'm glad that Ryan Graves was able to get it stitched up. And like Lindy Ruff said, it was kind of a scary moment. I didn't want to talk about it on the last episode because I didn't have many updates to work with. So I'm glad that Amanda Stein was able to just clarify with the fan base that uh, Ryan Graves, despite getting stitches, is traveling with the team to Seattle. So never fear, uh, Ryan Graves is still here. So let's talk about a controversial subject, shall we? So before I say anything, I just want to say that one of my colleagues at Pucks and Pitchforks released this article. And as you guys know, when I see something pop up on the internet uh, and it involves the New Jersey Devils making a certain trade or a certain signing come the offseason, no matter how big or small, I like to discuss it because let's face it, guys, our season is winding down so we need to spice things up a little bit more and this is kind of a preview as to what I will do this upcoming summer because I did it uh, last summer as well during the course of the offseason you guys seem to enjoy these episodes and uh, I was able to get a silly season prediction correct I said that Dougie Hamilton could potentially sign with the New Jersey Devils and lo and behold we have him for seven years so here's the thing Uh, like I said this is a controversial subject I know a lot of you are going to ridicule me in the comments and I am fearful for saying this comment because I think that someone is just like outside my window right now with a sniper just waiting to take me out if I say this sentence into existence. So I'm going to duck and cover before I say this. But um, okay, uh, Carey Price to the New Jersey Devils to help our goalie situation. Okay, duck. 
Okay, I'm just kidding. But um, so, yes, in all seriousness, could Carey Price potentially make his way to New Jersey and try to help with our overall goalie situation? Now, here's the thing in Montreal. They're, they're sort of in a worse situation than the New Jersey Devils are in right now. So when talking about Carey Price, you know, he's obviously trending in the hockey world right now because he finally made his season debut after missing all of this season due to him just stepping away from the game, trying to focus on his overall uh, addiction problem. So I'm glad that he was able to get the necessary help that he could potentially get. And uh, first and foremost, I just want to applaud him for that because at the end of the day, guys, uh, it's sports, not life. So your your mental health and your well-being and the overall good nature of yourself and your family is first and foremost, and that should always be your number one priority. So I am so glad that Carey Price took the initiative to do so. He wasn't caught by the league. He wasn't told by the league to do so. He decided to do it himself because he felt like it was in his best interest to try to get the necessary help that he could possibly get. So just wanted to, uh, you know, give him a round of applause in that instance. And uh, I'm sure the NHL world is glad to see Carey Price back on the rink once again. So Anyway, let's talk about the overall situation in terms of maybe uh, could Carey Price find his way to New Jersey. Now, here's the thing. Uh, Montreal Canadiens are not really in an ideal situation in terms of salary cap. According to Pucks and Pitchforks, the site that I work at, the uh, Montreal Canadiens are going to have zero cap space next season. And no, that is not an exaggeration because according to Nick, who's a writer at Pucks and Pitchforks, he said that the Canadiens have less than $1 million in space. So you know the front office is going to do whatever it takes to just try to find more wiggle room in the cap space area and it seems like the front office is also big on just trying to focus more on the youth movement so players like Carey Price don't really serve much of a purpose for their future planning because let's face it Carey Price is you know in his mid-30s he's kind of on the other side of his better days still a very valuable goalie and we saw this last year as he was able to basically take the charge and the initiative to will his team to the Stanley Cup final so you know that Carey Price still has a lot of upside but in terms of the overall direction that the Montreal Canadiens are heading especially in the cap space area especially in the youth movement Carey Price just doesn't fit on the roster anymore and, you know, you can say the same thing for a New Jersey Devil situation because we are focusing on the youth movement, especially with the surgeons this season from Jack Hughes and Nico Heischer. But at the same time, it's just like we're trying to go to the next step in terms of our overall development because I feel as though, you know, we have the consistency on the defensive side of things. And then on the offensive side of things, we have a lot of potential there as well. The only issue this year that I've been talking about consistently on the show throughout the entirety of this year is that uh, that the Devils have little to no goaltending. And with Mackenzie Blackwood being out, with Jonathan Bernier be, being out, and by the way, Mackenzie Blackwood would be involved in this silly season discussion. So I'm just putting that out there right now. But uh, going back to what I was saying, it seems like the New Jersey Devils were just a few moves away from just, you know, uh, taking our team to the next level and being that dark horse team in the playoffs. And if Carey Price is able to will a Montreal Canadiens team to the Stanley Cup Finals, uh, realistically a team that had no business of being in the Stanley Cup Finals, then who's to say he he can't do the same thing in New Jersey? So I, I know a lot of you are going to ridicule me for this. I know a lot of people are going to have their opinions. I know the comment section might be buzzing on this video. I know a lot of you might hit me up on Twitter and just say, are you out of your mind? Why are you even entertaining this thought? But like I said, guys, this is still fun to discuss, and this is still a you know, a, a 
possible outcome for the Devils. It's not likely to happen. In fact, if I had to predict, I would say that this is definitely probably not going to happen. But at the same time, why not talk about it? Because there could be a slight chance that the Devils just try to entertain the thought. But the one thing I say about Carey Price is that, you know, his contract is a commitment. He would not be a free agent until uh, after the 2025 and 2026 season. So if we were to trade him uh, for next year, then we have him on our roster for four more years. And, you know, uh, he eats up a lot of that money. So I'm just saying, like, it, it would definitely be a commitment. But at the same time, should the Devils be up to the commitment is the overall question. And what could he potentially bring to our team? And I also have another scenario, uh, courtesy of Pucks and Pitchforks, as to why the Montreal Canadiens might try to move on from him. Because, unfortunately, guys, due to his contract and due to the overall circumstances, they will be unable to buy him out. It will put him into uh, not really a much better position. So we'll talk about that momentarily. But first, it's time for the first and only live read this morning. And it comes from our friends at BetOnline.net. So BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sport wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Please remember to gamble responsibly and visit our friends at Locked On Bets for all your betting needs there as well. So going back to what I was saying moments ago, the Montreal Canadiens are going to do whatever it takes to just try to get rid of Carey Price. They exposed him in the expansion draft because it was kind of the same situation that the Devils had with P.K. Subban, which was, you know, a lengthy contract, just trying to shed some of that money away from our organization and just hoping that maybe his overall track history can, you know, sweeten the deal for the Kraken to select that said player, whether it was Price or Subban. I even tweeted out saying that, you know, uh, Carey Price on that team, Tarasenko, Quick, Subban, Giordano, that would have been, you know, maybe not a contending team by any stretch of the imagination, but that team would be somewhat entertaining to watch. You can't deny it because, like I said in uh, past episodes, I said that the Seattle Kraken expansion draft was sort of a letdown, but I kind of saw what the Kraken were trying to do because they didn't really want to load up on the contracts similar to like the uh, Vegas Golden Knights did in their expansion draft. So you, you saw the Kraken just try to play it a little safe and the results are kind of showing as to what happens when you try to play it a little too safe. But overall, it's just like Carey Price was exposed in the expansion draft despite leading the Montreal Canadiens to the Stanley Cup Finals. But, you know, let's face it, guys, that was a miraculous run by the Montreal Canadiens. Unfortunately, they did lose to the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, who ended up becoming back-to-back champions. And like I said uh, early on in the episode, the Montreal Canadiens had no business being there. I thought that they would get eliminated by the Vegas Golden Knights. But overall, it's just like, you know, you, you saw that Carey Price was just trying to will his team to victory. And I feel as though you put him into that situation as New Jersey, you can convince him saying like, look, we're just a goalie away from just, you know, trying to make big things happen in New Jersey. And if you were able to do it for the Montreal Canadiens, there's no reason why you can't do it here. Now, the overall issue that people might have with uh, Carey Price is, like I said, he's kind of up there in age. He's 34 years of years of age. And then you got his contract because, like I said, he will not become an unrestricted free agent until after the 2025 and 2026 season. So that would be a commitment. And for any of you hoping that the Montreal Canadiens will buy Carey Price out of his contract, well, you might want to just keep on hoping because that's not going to uh, help them. Because, once again, according to Nick of Pucks and Pitchforks, he says that 
Price's buyout saves them basically nothing next season. $1.4 million for the next three years, and then uh, that adds around $500,000 to the cap the next four years after all that, with basically no savings on the $10.5 million contract. So there's no way that Carey Price will get bought out by the Montreal Canadiens. So this would have to be a full-fledged trade if the New Jersey Devils are interested in pursuing him. So like I said, guys, the chances of this happening, very unlikely. But the Montreal Canadiens are not exactly in a situation where, you know, they hold all the marbles where they basically have Price at his mercy because the realization is, is that Price has a no trade clause, so they're going to have to negotiate with him and just say, okay, look, we're, we're going to have to trade you somewhere because we don't see you in our future plans. We tried exposing you in the expansion draft. That didn't work. And overall, we're just trying to focus more on the youth movement. So we're trying to shy away from you. And look, I get that might be a kick in the face to a guy who literally took the initiative to focus on, on his mental health after substance abuse and then uh, was able to will a, a, a depleted team to the Stanley Cup Finals. And I, I get that might be a kick in the face, but Price has to come to the realization that, you know, uh, they're, they're not really in an ideal circumstance to uh, just keep holding him around because it just kind of wastes uh, the rest of his career. And uh, like I said, it would be a commitment to take him on. But I feel as though, and I might be alone in this, and I, I don't know how you guys might feel about this, but I feel like if there is a chance by the slimmest of margins to get Carey Price, then, you know, maybe you should at least entertain the thought. Yes, it would be a commitment. And yes, we might overall regret it in the end. But at the same time, it's just like, look, guys, we got Dougie Hamilton signed to a long-term deal. We got Jack Hughes signed to a long-term deal. We got Nico Heischer signed to a long-term deal. You know, Sharon Govich is starting to emerge as, you know, a very legitimate scorer. And I've been seeing this make its way around Devil's Twitter, but people are saying that, uh, in terms of overall shooting, uh, Sharon Govich is probably one of the best to ever do it from Belarus. So just putting that out there, that's something I might discuss in a future episode. But in terms of the overall roster structure for the Devils, what's missing? What's missing is consistent goaltending. And you guys don't seem to be big on Mackenzie Blackwood sticking around for a long-term solution. And then obviously we don't know what the situation could happen with Jonathan Bernier. And overall, you guys just want stability. But I don't think Carey Price would be in a position to retire abruptly, especially when he is signed to a long-term deal. He still has a few more years left on his contract. And yes, he stepped away from the game this season and was able to make his debut at the time of his recording yesterday. But at the same time, guys, I just feel as though that I don't think Carey Price would be in a position to retire abruptly, similar to what happened to Corey Crawford. Like I said, this is a huge risk because the Devils signing uh, aging goalies who have a legitimate track history hasn't really panned out well in the more recent years, like I said, with Corey Crawford and Jonathan Bernier. But at the same time, you know, this is Carey Price. And I think Carey Price is, you know, one of the best goalies in this generation. And I think the only thing that's kind of holding him back is that he's never won in, in the Stanley Cup Finals, and he was close to doing it last season. But at the same time, I just feel like, you know, when you have someone of his caliber on your team, you know, look at this. He's a multi-time All-Star, won the Vesna Trophy back in 2015 alongside with the Jennings Trophy, Hart Memorial Trophy, was able to win a gold medal back in 2014. So overall, the the, the track history speaks it for itself for Carey Price. The only concern I have, which is a legitimate concern that I'm sure a lot of you have, is that, you know, he's up there in age and can you convince him to, you know, waive his no trade clause to the New Jersey Devils? And here's what I would say if I'm the front office. I'm just uh, telling uh, Carey Price that beggars can't be choosers. You're signed to a long-term deal. 
overall, there's not many teams that would be willing to take on your lengthy contract, especially with how old you are, because he'll turn 35 this uh, year in August. So the Canadians' best bet in terms of, of an overall trade agreement would have to be to offer a team a first-round draft pick and then the services of Price. But like I said, sometimes the price is not always right because I just told you guys his overall contract situation. I said that there's no way that the Canadians can buy him out. And overall, his production is still somewhat there. I still feel as though he can uh, definitely provide a lot for any team that he goes to. But you know the Canadians are definitely going to be just shopping him around and just try to see what they can potentially get out of him. So uh, momentarily, I'll talk about uh, my opinions on the trade. And then I will give you guys an overall trade snare that I also saw on the Pucks and Pitchforks website. And then I will uh, give you guys the final verdict. So my overall opinion on the Devils roster structure and them just trying to, you know, make big moves during the course of the offseason, my advice to them would be to be very cautious and to be very careful as well because you don't want to go overboard here. So I think the first thing that the Devils will try to do is just like to see what coaching options are out there. If there's no one who is uh, a better option than Lindy Ruff, who's one of the uh, winningest coaches in NHL history, then probably they're going to stick with Lindy Ruff for at least one more season and just see how that goes, or they'll give him half a season to try to redeem himself. Uh, I don't know what the case might be. I don't know, uh, you know, how hot his seat is, but based on what I've been reading, uh, it's not really looking too good, but I remember talking about this circumstance back in December. I said that, you know, Lindy Ruff seems to be well-respected, uh, at, at least in the uh, front office. Like, it doesn't seem like uh, the front office really had any plans on firing him, despite the Devils being at a low point just a few months ago. But then again, we're kind of in that deja vu scenario. So maybe the Devils just see we have a boatload of talent, but it maybe it's time for a new voice in the locker room. But that's an episode for another time. My overall thing for the Devils is that I want them to make big moves during the course of the offseason. I really want them to. But the one advice I have for them is that they have to be cautious. They have to be careful because, you know, uh, remember when they tried to go all out for P.K. Subban? That certainly didn't work. And, you know, we're, we're stuck with P.K. Subban and we're basically going to um, let him walk for essentially nothing because Fitzgerald revealed that he didn't really intend on extending Subban's contract, albeit he did say that before the trade deadline. So a lot can happen from then to now. But Overall, you know, I'm just saying, like, when we look at the P.K. Subban situation, when you try to make a big move, sometimes you do have to make a gamble, but at the same time, just know the risk. That's my one advice for the Devils. There's the risk of just trying to capitalize on a gamble because uh, Price and his contract situation, his history is a gamble, but I still feel as though Carey Price uh, can definitely provide a lot for the Devils organization because last season he was able to appear in 25 games. He had a record of 12-7, and seven and he had a goals against average of 2.64 and a save percentage of 901. The Devils will take that on any given week. And like I said, I stand by my statement. I believe Price is one of the best goalies in this generation. Unfortunately, the only thing that's kind of, you know, keeping him out of just being talked about a bit more is the fact that He's never won a Stanley Cup Finals, but I feel as though, you know, you put him into a situation like New Jersey, maybe, just maybe, the Devils could catch lightning in a bottle and repeat what the Montreal Canadiens were able to do. We would still have a lot of work to be done, and a lot of moves would be have to be made afterwards. But at the same time, you know, just trying to start small and just give you guys a what-if scenario. But overall, here's how the trade circumstance would work. I think the Devils could definitely demand a first-round draft pick from... 
uh, the Montreal Canadiens because according to Pucks and Pitchforks, once again, the Canadiens are going to have 14 picks total this season. So maybe Fitzgerald will be able to manipulate his way into getting a first round draft pick out of the Canadiens. He's going to have to squeeze it out of them, but all he has to say is, what other team would be willing to take on Price's lengthy contract? That's all he has to say. And I think the overall trade package would definitely center around Mackenzie Blackwood because I believe Blackwood is what the Canadians are looking for because he's still relatively young. I think Blackwood is looking for a new change in scenery. And I feel as though Blackwood right now, as we speak, is damaged goods, which is he has a lot of potential to be good. Unfortunately, we're kind of giving him the Corey Schneider type of treatment, which is we overwork him. He's still young and it's not helping his development. He's 25 years of age. He's going to turn 26 towards the end of this year in December. So, uh, you know, Blackwood is still young. He still has a lot of upside. A lot of people were saying that, you know, he can definitely take the league by storm when he was originally drafted by the New Jersey Devils. So my, my overall mentality for Mackenzie Blackwood is that, you know, uh, Blackwood has a lot of upside. He has a lot of potential. Unfortunately, he was never given an ideal circumstance to try to utilize his skills. And it looks like that Mackenzie Blackwood is still frustrated with the Devils organization. So that could actually work in the favor of the Canadians, which is you get a young goalie, you can still develop him. He can be your 1A, your 1B, whatever, however you want to use him. And uh, you know, you, you trade that for Carey Price, a, a goalie that's, you know, in his mid-30s, kind of on the other side of his better days, but still has a lot of um, uh, skill left in the tank and is not done by any stretch of the imagination. I feel as though that would be a breath of fresh air for Carey Price. But like I said, Carey Price does have a no-trade clause, so could you convince him to come to New Jersey? All you have to do is just say, like, look, we have solid options on the defensive side of things. We got Dougie Hamilton. We got Ryan Graves. We got Jonas Siegenthaler. I still believe that the New Jersey Devils should re-sign P.K. Subban for just maybe a year or two just to sweeten the deal a little bit because they could just be like, look, we have a former Norris Trophy winner on our bottom four. And then, obviously, you can convince them saying, like, hey, Luke Hughes will be coming uh, here in a year or two. And uh, he's definitely has a lot of upside. He is definitely an offensive uh, blue liner type of player. Then you got his older brother, Jack, dominating right now uh, for the Devils organization. You got Heischer, who is starting to come into fruition as a captain. Basically, all you have to say is, like, we need a goalie to take us to the next level. And maybe you could be that goalie because we saw you uh, will a Canadiens team to the Stanley Cup final. So I'm sure you could do the same thing for us. So Overall, guys, I really like Carey Price. I really do. Do I think the Devils would make a deal like that, which involves Mackenzie Blackwood, and then in return they get Carey Price in a first-round draft pick? I don't think so. Obviously, the Devils would have to do some manipulation. I saw this scenario pop up on Pucks and Pitchforks, and I thought it was intriguing. Like like I said, controversial, but intriguing to talk about nonetheless. And I feel as though, you know, would the Devils uh, try to go for that move? I don't think that's the direction they want to go in. But at the same time, you know, if an opportunity presents itself, pick up the phone and just see what you know, the Canadians are basically willing to give you in that sort of circumstance. But let me know what you guys think. So my overall verdict on the uh, scenario for Carey Price is that, you know what, if the price is right, and uh, no pun intended, but if the price is right, why not go after him? Because, you know, I still feel as though he has a lot of upside. He's better than a lot of our other options in net. But at the same time, the only issue you have is the his lengthy deal and could he possibly do a Corey Crawford and I think that's what a lot of people are concerned about but 
you know, the thing about Carey Price, he has a respectable track history. He definitely uh, could provide a little something to the Devils organization. He provides that leadership. It will be a new scene of fresh air for him, especially what's happened to him over the past uh, year or so. So my overall mentality for obtaining Price is that, you know what, if the if the price is right, you know, why not do a deal or no deal type of thing? Oh, look, I'm just throwing out uh, game show references at this point. But uh, maybe I'm alone in this. Maybe uh, a lot of you are going to come at me. But at the same time, you know, just, just giving you guys that little thought process right there, which is the Montreal Canadiens are not really in an ideal situation. They're looking to go younger. Their cap space is kind of in a crappy position. They can't buy out Carey Price. And I don't think there are too many teams out there that are willing to take on his big contract. And the Devils have $24 million in cap space. So just putting that out there once again. So let me know what you guys think. Do you think the Devils should, you know, at least entertain the thought of maybe obtaining Carey Price potentially or do you think that's just something we steer far away from especially with our past history of goalies just not working out with like you know Corey Schneider and his situation then you got Corey Crawford and his situation and then obviously you got Jonathan Bernier this year and his overall situation so you know the wow we've had a, a, a string of bad lucks with, with goalies so let me know what you guys think is this something we steer clear of or does, is this something that we at least entertain like I said guys silly season off day for the devil so why not do something interesting before they take on the seattle kraken so let me know what you guys think on my personal twitter page at trey matt four and also locked on devils twitter page at locked on devils and uh leave a comment down below if you're watching on youtube and subscribe if you haven't already done so as for today's episode that's all the time i have for you guys today so continue to stay safe have a wonderful day new jersey go devils and i'll catch you guys in the next episode thanks for listening